Welcome to When the Ball Stops podcast. My name is TK LaFleur, mental fitness coach for athletes. When the Ball Stops centers around building mental toughness, a victor mindset, and developing leadership qualities. This podcast will emphasize a what's important now mentality, how to become an impact player, and what it takes to create one degree of separation by winning when the ball is stopped. Every time there is a stoppage in play, that is another opportunity to do a quick check-in with your mental and emotional state to reset yourself and your team. Utilizing those precious moments can be the difference between playing under control or playing out of control. Imagine this. What if I were to follow you around all day, going to class, going to work, going to practice, going home? And I'm constantly berating you with insults. You're not good enough. You're not a good shooter. Way to show up late. Again, you still don't know the plays. You're not going to pass that test. On top of that, I'm sending follow-up texts and emails to make sure you got the message that you are not good enough. That would be so, so messed up, right? Everything about that is a major problem. And at this point, you're ready to separate yourself from me. So answer me this. Why do we do that to ourselves? If I can't talk to you that way, then why are you talking to yourself that way? And I've done it. I'm just as guilty. So I get it. I remember freshman year of college, I kept telling myself I wasn't good enough. I remember telling myself, my coaches don't trust me, so this is going to be a long practice. What's the point? When I'd miss a few shots, I'd say to myself, okay, well, I must be a terrible shooter, so I'm just not going to shoot anymore. None of which was helpful to anybody, especially myself. What I failed to realize for many years is two things. I own my thoughts, so I have to take responsibility for my thoughts. And the art of talking to myself versus listening to myself. Once you understand these concepts, you're you're putting yourself on the path of learning how to reframe your thoughts. So we'll start with the first one. You own your thoughts, so take responsibility for your thoughts. This is how our thought process works. We have a thought. That thought makes us feel a certain way, whether it's good or it's bad. Then, based on those feelings, we do or don't take action. Or, if it's bad, we may be slower to take action. Example, my thought, I'll never be a top three-point shooter. How does that thought make me feel? Sad, unmotivated, pessimistic, low confidence, Action. Actually, there's a lack of action. I don't invest in myself. I don't invest in getting into the gym more. I don't learn what other top three-point shooters are doing, and I never ask for help. So take that example of a negative thought process and put that into your life. Put that in perspective for you. What does that look like for you? Once you go through that, and you realize how your thoughts are moving moving you, whether it's emotionally, um, how is that getting you to not take action or to take action? Flip the light switch. Completely flip the light switch 
on that negative thought process and begin to reframe. Just like when you go to bed at night, you turn all the lights off and it's a simple flip of the switch. You can actually do that right now. Just put your hand up and act like you're turning a light switch off. It's that simple. And that's how we begin to change the narrative for our thoughts, reframe our thoughts and not let our thoughts control us. Reframing your statement to a positive one. This is what that example would look like. So whatever example you use, you can use it. And here's the example that I used in the reframing method. I'm not a three point shooter yet, or I am a top three point shooter. What this thought does is it gives you a feeling of hope, hope that you can be and you will be a top three point shooter. It puts in your mind that you are something. It puts in your mind that you can be something. Those emotions lead to action. And that action is you get inside the gym. You see what other top three-point shooters are doing, and you emulate that in your workouts. You're continually putting in the work every single day because the thought going through your head is, I'm a top three-point shooter. I'm not a top three-point shooter yet. And what yet at the end of that statement does is gives you hope. It gives you positivity. It gives you something to look forward to. It gives you something to work towards. And when you have those feelings, you're more likely to take action. Remember, you own your thoughts, so take responsibility for them. Put yourself in that positive feedback loop of everything that you're doing, of everything that you want to achieve. It's not a fake it till you make it method. It's a I'm almost there. I'm not quite there yet. It's a yet to be method. Put yourself in position and talk to yourself as if you are already there. And if you can do that, the action will follow because now you're aspiring to something. Second point, listening to yourself versus talking to yourself. Majority of our life, we listen to ourselves. Listening to ourselves can be good. If we're going, you know, trust your gut instinct, things along those lines, it can be very good. Listening to ourselves can be bad if we are only believing the negative thoughts that come into our mind. And negative thoughts come into everybody's mind, whether you're extremely successful or you're just getting started. It's a natural part. Our minds naturally go to the negative. So we, as an individual, have to work twice as hard to overcome that. So let's change the pattern. We're going to walk through ways that you can change that pattern of focusing on the negative. Talking to ourselves gives us power over our thoughts. Talking to ourselves gives us power over our thoughts. We're telling ourselves what to believe. We're telling ourselves what to feel. We're telling ourselves the truth. Talking to yourself gives you power, courage, and strength. We know what we have. We know what we're good at, and we know how much work we have put in. In those those moments that we're grinding, we're in the gym, we're on the field, we're studying extra from the classroom, we're doing extra work to get better and perfect our craft even more. We know what we're doing to put in the work. And it's our responsibility to remind ourselves and talk to ourselves early and often. Early and often. It is our responsibility to remind ourselves and talk to ourselves early and often. And when we talk to ourselves through the process, we are intentionally focusing on one thing at a time, 
which actually will decrease your anxiety. Anxiety comes about when we're thinking about too many things at once, when we're getting too far ahead of ourselves, when we're focused on the outcome instead of the process. That's where anxiety can come from. If we focus on one thought, it decreases that anxiety. When you're skipping steps and you're thinking too far ahead, you're adding more pressure to yourself, which brings about these negative thoughts, which brings about the anxiety. Instead of listening to all of that and letting your mind just run wild, talk yourself through every part of the process in the moment and you give your chance, you give yourself a better chance of getting favorable outcomes. That's how you slow your mind down. That's how you slow everything going on around you down. That's how you slow yourself down in order to focus on the main thing. And the the good thing about this is, this is something that you can absolutely control. You can control what you're telling yourself. You can control telling yourself only truths. Example, okay? So I played basketball. That was my sport. Whenever I would go to the free throw line, I had a free throw routine. Every basketball player has one, and they're all different. My free throw routine looked like this. I would stand just outside the three-point line, and I would take three deep breaths. I'd wait for the referee to signal that they're ready. At that point, I would step to the line. I'd place my feet where I wanted them positioned. As I was dribbling three times, I'm saying to myself, just over the rim, just over the rim, just over the rim. I'd set myself, I'd look at my target, I would release the ball, and I would hold my follow through. So what is that example telling you? That was the process. That was my free throw shooting process. Not only was it second nature and muscle memory, I was also thinking about those steps in the moment of me shooting free throws. I didn't just rush through it. I took every step one at a time, which allowed me to focus on one task at a time of my free throw routine, which calmed me down and allowed me to comfortably shoot a free throw without worrying about the outcome. Now, that's a great basketball example. How do you apply that to your life? You can apply that if you're a quarterback. You have a progression that you go through as you're getting ready to go through your cadence, as you're getting everybody set, as you're reading the defense. You have a progression. A baseball a baseball batter coming up to the plate, there's a progression from the dugout all the way up to home plate. If you're a golfer, there's a progression from the time that you place the ball on the tee all the way through. Any sport, there are spaces where you can utilize that same method where you're focused on the process and not the outcome. Work, when you go to work, when you go to school, when you're walking to class, when you're walking to your office, focus on the process. Focus on what it is you have coming up next. What is the first thing that you're gonna work on? What is your plan of attack? Reminding yourself that you prepared for that meeting. Reminding yourself that you prepared for the test because you put the time in to study. Focusing on the things you have done to set yourself up for success is going to decrease that anxiety, give you the confidence you need because you're talking to yourself instead of listening to yourself. The outcome of talking to yourself will be what it will be. 
and we have no control over the outcome. I mean, I'm sorry, not the outcome we're talking to yourself. The outcome of whatever you're doing <laughs> will be what it will be. And you have no control over that. We can influence the outcome by talking and working through the process. So shift your mind to what you can control. Okay? You can talk, you can take control and ownership of your thoughts because our brain can only hold on to one thought at a time. When our minds are focused, when our minds focus on one thing, when we are intentional about one particular thought, our brain is incapable of holding on to another thought. So what I mean by that is if I say, think about a red car, think about a red car, think about a red car. What are you thinking about right now? Most likely a red car. Then if I say, think about a green balloon, what does your mind shift to? The green balloon. Even if after a split second, your thought went back to the red car, there was still a moment where you stopped thinking about the red car and you started thinking about the green balloon. That's all it takes to shift your mind. It's to focus on a completely different thought, a true thought, a positive thought, a self a self-healing thought, a comp, uh, uplifting confident thought, a hopeful thought. Take the time to shift your mind from one thought to a much positive a much more positive thought and while you're talking to yourself. And when you do that, you change the trajectory of how your day is going. You change the trajectory of how things are going for you, whether it's on the court, on the field, in the classroom, in life. So become aware of when you are focusing on negative thoughts and listening to yourself. Flip the switch and start talking to yourself. You are capable. You are powerful. You are good enough. Speak truth to yourself always. Your self-talk is part of the formula for increased confidence and success. Self-talk is what you are telling yourself about yourself, your actions, your habits, etc. Are you talking yourself up or are you talking yourself down? You have to learn to study your self-talk. Yes, Studying your self-talk will allow you to focus on the subconscious ideas and thoughts you are telling yourself and ultimately believing. The power of positive self-talk. It builds your confidence. It improves your attitude. It promotes self-love. It encourages motivation. It helps you work through challenges and adversity. Don't be a victim of negative self-talk. Don't be a victim of believing the negative thoughts that go through your head. Become a victor and overcome by talking to yourself and focusing on what you can control and what you know is the truth. Remember, you are always listening. Change that narrative and get better at talking to ourselves. Thank you for listening to When the Ball Stops podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. With every episode, we work to give athletes one degree of separation from the competition by giving useful and insightful tips and advice on their journey to greatness. At 211 degrees, water is hot. At 212 degrees, water boils. With boiling water comes steam, and with steam, you can power a train. 
Are you willing to be the one degree difference?